That's the way I test my levels. <laughs> I pushed the button right after you burped, so I missed the epic. The the <laughs> I didn't get the full on like the the, the the gravelly the the overtones the <laughs> deep from the bowels of my bowels. The seven point one Dolby surround sound, <laughs> THX certified. My burp. <laughs> uh, uh, Brandon, I see you're. Yeah. I see you're using a a camera we are familiar with. <laughs> hey, what, what is so what is the story? Out, so it turns out that uh, the software that I use, while it did operate properly, and I really thought that the quality was going to be much better, for some reason, really wasn't, and I'm mm. unclear why. Um, but we're going to try and work on that over the next couple of weeks or what have you. So we'll, we'll do a bit more research, but it's a trial and error sort of thing, Jamie. I think the important thing is, is if people can see me and people can hear me okay. And yeah, here as I can tell the microphone still works. All right. Then I think we're in a step in the right direction. Really what it comes down to is you look really good in your camera, like <laughs> more than you usually do. Cause usually I'm like, you know what? Let me get a little bit of that Noguchi. But now I'm like, let me get a whole goddamn slice of that Noguchi. Just so, so I, uh, just a thick boy slice. <laughs> like you can just quarter that pie and just break off a whole chunk of that bad boy. Yeah. I, I was using a, uh, 12 to 60 lens, which is like a, a, a fancier kit lens um but it it's it's like 3.5 to 5.6 f-stop so yeah. it, it, it's nothing fancy it's just it's just bullcrappy it's 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 there it's like a step okay. up if you want if you want more range it gives you more range but it's not a fancy lens whatsoever okay. this is uh my uh 17 uh 1.8 Ooh. Uh, so it's, it's like a 35 on the micro four thirds and it's got the 1.8. Okay. So I can, I can, I'm at F eight right now. If I wanted to okay. obliterate the background, I could go all the way down to like 1.8 and it would just be like, wow. and then, but, but then I, I could, I could only move like this much because the sliver of focus would be like yeah. a nose hair or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You, you get, you get to move here to here. This is what you get. Yeah. You get a little bit of neck motion. Yeah. Um, and the, and the hard thing is that, uh, it's so far away from like my, my hand is fully extended and I'm doing manual focus. So I can't, I have to lean in to kind of manual focus and then lean back out and see if it, if it works. And there's like a lot yeah. of trial and error and stuff. Um, but, uh, I'm going to set it and I'm not going to touch it now. <laughs> uh, Jamie Noguchi, you're telling me that after years of watching late night television, uh, Mr. Ron Popeil has taught you a lesson to set it, set and, it forget and forget it. it. Right. <laughs> By the way, Jamie, for size comparison uh, of, of cameras and lenses and whatnot, uh, this is my reach of, of my, my camera. So, yeah. Yeah. Getting some, getting some deep forearm action there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> no, trust me. I, Jamie Noguchi, I know what I got going for me. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I know it is from here up. I get it. Like, I, the rest I, of this is a hot mess of barbecue and burgers. Like, that's just, I got to think your camera has to be able to, to do this kind of shit. Cause like, probably, but maybe not. But we've talked about this. So I, it's a, it's a catch 22. Part of the things that you and I were talking about just in our, our regular conversations yeah. uh, would be, looking into either the, 
the capture cam dongle and possibly a cable and trying to use my existing camera or uh, going out and getting a dedicated webcam that would be of equivalent quality. So I think the real question is, I need to look to see what the video quality is of my digital camera and see if I'd actually get a better quality using a proper webcam. Mm. Um, now, the, now the difference between using your camera camera and a webcam is you can't blow out the background like this. That is, that is fair because <clears throat> I would love to use my fixed lens on, on, on all of this. Yeah. And just get the goods if yeah. that's possible. Yeah. Um, and you can, set your, you can set your lens, have, have Nicole focus it for you while you sit far enough back because you have a 50 on yours. Yeah, I do. Or but a, I could a use 25. that rad. I was gonna say I could use that rad fisheye attachment, and I could film the entire podcast like a Beastie Boys video. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be really funny. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll. If you do that, I'll post process my end so it make it look like it's fisheye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be that would be hysterical. <laughs> Like, yeah, the problem is, is all the audio editing you'd have to do because every time I move my arms, you'd have to do that like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Worth it. Worth no, no, I, it. <laughs> you, you say that, but I'm not the one who has to do it. So I'm going, yes, Jamie, you're 100% <laughs> right. Your effort is 100% worth it. It'd be yeah. worth it. At least for one. <laughs> for one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it. I think it'd be funny. Um, yeah, that's that's it for camera talk. I don't have anything. <laughs> nothing, that that nothing hot, new. hot weekly that camera hot talk. Weekly camera talk. Like welcome, welcome. As we close, welcome camera to corner. camera talk. Camera corner. <laughs> welcome to clam camera corner. <laughs> welcome to camera corner. Camera corner. Camera corner. Actually, I have that twenty-eight. Maybe I could. <laughs> Send you that twenty eight, and you can hook that shit up. Shit all over the place. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I also, so I also got a. I I'm I lied. There's more camera talk. Um. <clears throat> so remember that random rig I showed you where I had like the mic stand set up with like a um a piece of tissue paper, like stapled to to uh, um to. Yes, foam your, core. Your super, yeah, your super janky setup. That yeah. You had. So uh, it turns out that that is is super cheap because I had stuff here, but it was very difficult to control. So I ended up okay. I, I ended up getting an actual scrim. Of course you did. Because <laughs> I was like. Well, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be extra, I gotta be extra. I, you know, <laughs> goddammit, you you have really frustrated my like. I miss when I used to be able to like first world problem, just throw money at things that were like even slightly frustrating, or just like, you know what? I don't want to look like this. I can I can do better. I I can do better. Yeah, I'm I'm going to throw sub one hundred dollars at this problem. Yeah. I can do this. Well, it, it was either it was either get a bigger light or get a big piece of cloth that I can use to direct the light a little bit more. So I have okay. this like thirty-five inch square piece of fabric that's just off camera 
that's taking the LED light and spreading the light out bigger so it looks bigger. So I have the, the nice shot, soft shadow thing going on here. See, um, so what you're saying is, is that no matter how nice of a setup I have, you will always motherfuck me. <laughs> like, without question. <laughs> always. Will always. <laughs> like, next thing I know, I'm going to find out that you got one of those sweet, like, ring style lights that like encompass your your whole <laughs> lens and you're just like oh yeah no no i got one of those sweet things where i can see like the light in your eyes just reflecting back it's like god you're gorgeous just bathed in just like led soft white light brandon chalmers i have one of those and i can I give i can give that to you because i have this <laughs> setup so i can i can i can i can give that to you it's got its own stand it's got like there, a there a there you go attachment. yeah that, now we're talking. It's it's all good. So if you want to look like a beauty vlogger, I can hook you up. Jamie, <laughs> look at this face. Ask that question again. Yeah. So when you want to look like a beauty vlogger. <laughs> there it is. When, not if. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So you can get that nice, like, you can get the nice, uh, the full, the full on circle thing. And I'll, yeah. I'll stick with my Rembrandt, like, side, side light because I like the yeah. dramatic... Slide, every, slide like everyone bullshit. can get deep up in these freckles. Just, yeah. just see how blown out my face is from the we, sun. We, we know why people come to the show. It's for you, not for my bullshit. No, so. that is super not. No, believe <laughs> me, Jamie. Of the, of the, if there's one thing I know, you are where the money is. Okay, <laughs> I, I am aware of that. Please know they're putting up with me. <laughs> Like, it's a lot of like, oh man, Jamie's great. Brandon's all right. They're kind of fun together. Jamie's great. Like, I, I know my place, Jamie. It's, it's Jamie Noguchi and like, it's never, uh, yeah. Like, please know, like I'm a Robin at best. I, I'm an also, and I'm an also, yeah. Like best I can do is a Nightwing, man. That's all right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I do have a ring light. Uh, I will get it to you somehow. Uh, I'll just drive up at some point because we're allowed to drive places now, aren't we? Probably. I think you have to actually throw it while you're still moving, but we can work that out. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, we're, so we live in Maryland, and I think Maryland is on phase, phase 35 three, or whatever. Like yeah. Phase 82. Who yeah. knows, man? Who, who fucking knows? Yeah, so uh, you're allowed to dine indoors, but you're still not allowed to high-five your grandma. We're, we're, at, we're at threat level move is where we are. <clears throat> threat level move? <laughs> yes. God, are, are you actually allowed to go into restaurants now? Yeah, yeah. As someone who got a Red Robin carryout for dinner because oh. uh that that burger was was a calling uh, yeah we we were a little crunched for time given uh what happened after work so it was like all right what are we doing let's do some carry out and immediately the siren song of you know i i uttered the words red robin and it was like hey hey yeah, yeah all right Yum. um <laughs> Wait, so, what, uh, what as, happened as, after work, Brandon? You can't just drop that and, and be like, oh, 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 so, um, so Nicole and I stopped by uh, my, my, my former uh, co worker, Michael Baracco's home, to go pick up the shirts that they had printed for their, uh, 
for their Autobar um, support show or what have you. So we, oh, yeah. we decided to, to support them. Rad shirt designs, rad colors. Um, they had just come in. So I assume over the next coming weeks and stuff like that, they'll go out to everyone else who supported it who are not close personal friends of Michael Bracco. So I got a chance close to actually personal like... personal friend. Yeah, that's right. No, I... Uh, hang on. Let me pick that name back <laughs> up. Michael Bracco. Um, <laughs> So decided to stop by, pick up the shirts and do a bit of like backyard social distancing, hang out of just like come in, say hi, kind of catch up, what have you. And it had just been forever. And when you haven't seen somebody in person for a while and you get a chance to just be like, oh my God, how have you been? So like a, a 10 minute sort of like what should have been a quick sort of thing turned into about an hour, which nice. no, no argument, but in turn that meant all time that I had to cook dinner along with the ability to cook outside because it started thunderstorming oh, was yeah. gone. So yeah. cooking burgers myself was off the plate, but ordering burgers, that, that was still available. Ordering so burgers made, is always on the plate. <laughs> right. So we made our way over to the Red Robin, never, ever expecting a whole lot. I know a lot of you are going to be like, ugh, Red Robin. I get it. I wanted to know what I was going to get. I set my expectations where they are. I get it. Um, so drove up and I see a big banner that says, Come in, dine in. And I'm like, mm. how, how, yeah. about you, how about you bring your food to me in the parking lot when I'm parked in my car? Just I, chuck it through my window. <laughs> chuck it through my understand. window. <laughs> please understand. The, we, we did curbside carryout. Yeah. The employee who brought it out to us was nothing but kind. And probably actually rather happy that they didn't have to put up with us indoors. So it was a very like, even though it was pouring down rain, yeah. Jenna came out with a huge umbrella carrying our bag, was nothing but kind. It's like, yeah, cool, awesome. All parties and in, in masks, they were wearing gloves because food service, what have you. But like a banner, like 10 out of 10 experience for Red Robin, much appreciated in my local Red Robin. But at the same time, it was like, I'm not, I'm not personally ready to be indoors with people who I don't live with unless I'm being paid. Yeah. Like there, there is a line here where I'm, I'm like, you know what? Okay. I get called back to work. I'm there hundred percent. No question about it. Boss says I'm back. I'm back. I'll, yeah. I will, you know, face masks in the whole nine and, and adhere to whatever policies the company have and probably go above and beyond that to make sure that I protect all parties around me. However, like, I don't know if I want to hang out inside of a Red Robin yet. I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not there at that yet comfort either. Level. Like I, <laughs> it, I, I'm not 100 percent sure I'm comfortable with the idea of like when I go grocery shopping. A lot of the people who are restocking the shelves, like let's say the gentleman who refills the Pepsi at my local grocery store, who doesn't wear a face mask properly and has his nose hanging over the top of the mask, doing a great job. Um, that's, that's, that's not how masks work. You sure? Are you sure? Pretty, pretty sure. That's, you that's sure? like, that's like putting your arm through a seatbelt, but not plugging it in. Yeah. I just assumed just it was effective. really kind of like, it was like putting your pants on, but letting your dick hang out the top of the pants. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got kind of the way there, but maybe not. I guess maybe that's not necessarily true. Maybe it's like showing a bit of dick neck. <laughs> it's like it's dangerous enough, but not not as dangerous. God. Oh, it's just so yeah. stupid. Oh. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, 
Um, so in turn, uh, it was it was a red robin evening. Um, Excellent, red yes. robin. Yes. So yeah, that's where we are. Uh, all right, Brandon. Well, yeah, man. It, it's time to actually start the show. <laughs> Oh, shit! Our cold openings get longer and longer. I know. <laughs> First camera corner, then I talk about what I've done for dinner. Yeah. Then we start, yeah. The, yeah. Now exactly we start the show. Exactly how we wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, um, let me consult my notes. <laughs> yeah, if you could check the notes, Jamie, I, I want to make sure there's not another segment in between. Check, check the us. notes. <laughs> oh, Yes. Stupid common writer notes. Yes, my common writer. I, I forgot about common writer corner. I forgot about that. Co- common writer corner. Right. I'm turning this into a Tokusatsu only show. <laughs> you know, what? I honestly, Jamie, we could probably just do a series of episodes where you just explain random bits of Tokusatsu to me. Yeah. Well, I did watch an episode where the instead of beating the shit out of the monster, they had to they had to be, they had to wingman the monster because the the monster was afraid of going back into space because his, the girl that he liked was in space and he was afraid to say that he liked the girl. And so Ultraman and Ultraman, Ultraman Jeed and Ultraman Zero, instead of kicking his ass, they, they, they wingmaned for him. They said, just fucking man up and tell her how you feel. And that was, that was the episode. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was gonna get more complicated where nope. like they get up in space and nope. then the and then the lady monster like sees Ultraman and is like <laughs> I really just feel like we're best friends, but I'm really curious if you want to introduce me to your friend over there with the silver fin. <laughs> that would have been and funny as shit. See, Jamie, and then <laughs> then we curve into the next episode where he jealously attacks Ultraman for stealing his girl and Ultraman has to explain, dude, I'm just not that into her. And then she gets mad and then Ultraman has to fight the both of them and that's where they realized that the enemy of my enemy is actually my love. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a better episode right there. That's a better fucking episode. I love that. I, I want, I want to see that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, to, to anyone who sees this, if you're curious, I am available to write Ultraman episodes. I don't even know if they're, I, I assume they're still filming a version of Ultraman. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I'm geeking on this week. We'll get into that oh, later. Okay. But no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's segue. Let's segue. Bring it in. We're well, already you, here. Uh, well, we haven't even done the intro I, yet. All right, fuck, fuck the, the intro. intro. Fuck we're, the intro. We're, 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 hang on. So, wait, wait. Time out. We we can do this real quick. Pin. <laughs> Gucci. Yes. Please, if you would. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to the fucking Do It Cast. We are part of the Hard Knock Media Podcast Network. That's N O C as in Nerds of Color. You can find us at hardknockmedia.com. We are at the bottom because of the quality of our show, but also we were the last ones to join the network. So <laughs> just scroll down to the bottom. You'll find. 
you'll, you'll find a lot of great podcasts on the network that talk about culture, that talk about ethnicity and culture and pop culture and the importance of ethnicity and representation in pop culture. And then it's me and Brandon. Yeah. Bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are the carbohydrates. We, we are the empty carbs of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. Everyone else, oh, yeah. they got protein, they got vitamins, they got nutrients. You come to us when you just want the junk food. You know, honestly, Jamie, you know what we are? We're the popcorn of the podcast. We are the popcorn of the podcast. We're here and you're like, eh, I don't know. And then you start eating a little popcorn and the next yeah. thing you know, half yeah. a bucket's gone. You're like, fuck, I love popcorn. That's <laughs> what we do. We grow on you that way. When, when you've done your Olivia Popeness for the day and you go home and you sit on your couch with your glass of wine and your popcorn and you think about fucking that random dude, that's what we're here for. That's that's, that us. is us. That's us. We yeah, are the us. popcorn of Olivia Pope thinking about boning the president. <laughs> Even though she is way better than he is, I have no idea why she spent umpty squat seasons pining after fits because he was not it. He was not it. But whatever there's someone for everyone apparently <laughs> you better you okay no i'm not i'm still bitter about that show like, fair enough <laughs> anyway so uh, <laughs> once again you can find us on the hard knock media podcasting network once again that is nocs and nerds of color uh you can find us and all sorts of rad stuff so you should totally check it out please don't just clink our link, but please follow through after the show to check out all of the other cool shows on the network. Yes. Jamie Noguchi. Yes. Now, yes. as I realize I have accidentally brought you to the precipice of, <laughs> of Tokusatsu Mountain. <laughs> and I mentioned the question. I'm, I'm assuming they probably make other Ultraman shows. Yes, Somehow they do. I stumbled into <laughs> what you're actually geeking about this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I've, I've been watching Ultraman Jeed, which is not current. It's a couple of years old. It's on Crunchyroll. I, I've, I've seen like a handful of Ultraman shows. They're, they skew a lot younger than Kamen Rider. Okay. Kamen Rider is sort of like middle school age. Uh, Ultraman, Ultraman okay. is elementary school. Ah, or younger. Okay. <laughs> like well, shit. Wait, hang on. Yeah. Can Ultraman teach... Teach a child Spanish because if I can do away with Dora and that monkey boots <laughs> and sum them out for Ultraman imposing, <laughs> they like so long as they learn fundamental Spanish. That's really what I'm curious about. Apparently, South America got ultra a bunch of different Ultraman shows in in like in the 60s and 70s. They got a whole bunch of them. So technically, yeah, you could have learned Spanish from watching Ultraman. Ooh, which is oh. which is kind of cool. Oh. See, yeah, I I like that real world expectation of punching giant monsters over a city rather than solving problems by telling swiper no swiping. I like a realistic solution to a realistic problem, Jamie. Yeah, and it, and it's always they always try other other solutions, but the punching is the one that works. So it's not they don't just go to the punching. There's always like, well, I, can we do this? Can we? Do, no, we need. No, to I get Let's it. Punch. We can we can solve the problem, Jamie, but. I'm American, and I know that violence solves problems. It's true. Instill that shit young. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <Yeah>. It's true. <laughs> uh, are we allowed to say that one? I don't know. Who fucking cares? I, I don't know. Probably. Um, uh, but yeah, so Ultraman, Ultraman has been a big, big deal forever. 
uh, Subaraya, the guy who created the studio that that makes Ultraman, he made the original Godzilla suit. So um, he he invent like Subaraya didn't necessarily invent Tokusatsu, but because of him, we have Ultraman, we have Godzilla. There was a there's a Ultraman episode where they actually did get the Godzilla suit and they put like a collar around it, and Godzilla and and Ultraman fought, and then halfway through the episode, Godzilla was like. Bitch, you know who this is. Knocked his collar off, and it's like Godzilla. So Godzilla and Ultraman were fighting. So that's pretty cool. Nice. That's rad. Uh, it is still current. The current season is called Ultraman Z, and Marvel is doing an Ultraman comic. Marvel has the license for Ultraman, so they're doing Ultraman like a. They're dropping an Ultraman comic sometime this summer. I desperately, okay. I desperately need to draw covers for this. I have okay, a feeling I'm, fair. I have a feeling I'm persona non grata over at Marvel, for reasons. Um, but Wait, I still do have I have dreams. anything to do with these reasons? No, I feel like I probably ha- really. No, it's me. That's impressive. So the, uh, uh, the, um, what do you call it? Editor in chief, EIC. Yeah, 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 yeah. EIC. Uh, CB Savolsky. Oh, wait, is this the thing with the nib that you did? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I did a comic uh, about how the CEO of Marvel uh, portrayed himself as a Japanese writer to break into comics while he was oh. while he was working at Marvel as a talent scout. Um, so that's uh, bullshit. Wait, it is. I assume by your statement of bullshit random white dude oh yeah oh yeah okay Uh, now he he is fluent in japanese he has spent a lot of time in japan however great okay so what you've described is a lot of guys who i never ever want to have more than a passing conversation with at a convention yeah um so i i took japanese in college and i spent a lot of vacations there because it's my favorite place. Now, let me tell you about all of the bars in Osaka that I've been to that you just have to go to at some point. You got to yeah. get there, Jamie. Yeah. You got to get there. Yeah. So I, so the nib was soliciting stories for their scams issue. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, well, like, well, I've been told over and over again, only to punch up. Yeah. So. So I threw a pitch and, you know, I throw pitches every once in a while. Half of them make it. Half of them don't. Actually, 80% of them don't make it. So I, I didn't expect this one to, to make it into the magazine because. No, I, I imagine that's a juicy as fuck one. And letting <laughs> you touch that one probably is a pretty great idea. Yeah, because the, the nib focuses a lot on like. Um, stories that mean something like new, like news stuff or like personal stories. And this was a story that I don't have any personal connection to besides being Asian. I, I, I don't know, like, I don't know anybody wor- like who was, who was working at the time ta- time. Like I, I don't know anyone connected with the story, but I, I knew the, of the story and it boggled yeah. my mind and lo and behold, they were like, yes, let's do this. And so I did my research. I reached out to a couple of other creators None of them wanted to speak to me for obvious fucking reasons because the comic book industry is still pretty insular, still pretty small. So if you get 
a reputation for for a shit being a shit talker you might get blacklisted i have a feeling i've been blacklisted um you know what <laughs> fuck that that's but, bullshit um so uh only one other cartoonist would talk to me uh one of my friends who's a web cartoonist and he was like yeah sure fuck it i i'm a web cartoonist no one cares about us anyway so um i i put him in the thing did the comic handed it in it was going to be for their print issue the i get i get my copy of the print issue <laughs> it's the it's the first fucking comic <laughs> and i'm like oh great okay well we're doing this and then and then and then and then they posted it online um yeah. and uh it got picked up by bleeding cool so if you're not familiar with uh, rich johnston and bleeding cool bleeding cool is sort of like the tmz for comic news if there is any dirt if there's any rumors it's gonna be on bleeding cool <laughs> So for like a week, that comic was being passed around and stuff. And I was just like, oh, shit. And then, and then they announced that they had the, 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 they were in partnership with Subaraya. They got the Ultraman license. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) You know what I find really funny about this? The idea that this dude pretends to be a different race to break into the fucking industry, but you get blacklisted. (laughs) It's it's not for certain. It's not okay. for certain. But I'm okay. I'm just I'm just going to assume that I've I, I've inadvertently shot myself in the foot. If anyone of any relevancy can hear the sound of my voice, <laughs> if that is actually true, hear me say this as myself, as just strictly Brandon Chalmers, former super art fight referee comic book fan comic book purchaser not of any relevance in the industry and feel free to tell me to fuck off but fuck that racist elitist bullshit (laughs) i fucking invoke the ghost of dead ass stan lee to ask you to fucking stand up put your bullshit aside and put the best guy in charge of the fucking ultraman covers on one jamie fucking noguchi (laughs) And refuse to do so, you can feel free to start to lick my balls from the back of my taint forward, you <laughs> fucking assholes. I mean, they did get feel Alex, free to quote me. They they did get Alex Ross to do a cover. So okay, fair so, enough. So they did get top talent, but I'm just saying that like top talent is one thing, but yeah. a fucking passion for it. Yeah, a passion for it. You yeah. are the guy. Yeah, I I f- I feel like I feel like once our book drops and. Uh, we were able to do more promo. I'll have a little bit more, like, pull juice, to say, hey, and then and I'll have then some more you'll juice. find out. Yeah, then you'll then really find out, find out whether or not you need to get blacklisted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I'll find yeah. out. Then I'll yeah. find out for sure. Because yeah. th- then then I'll know. But anyway, so <laughs> Ultraman Z is the current is the current series, and yeah, um, for the longest time, a, a very I don't know how big the tokusatsu fandom in America is. It can't be that big. Like we cannot be a representative amount of the the views that they get because they never drop stuff in English. Like Toei has avoided dropping original Kamen Rider stuff or Super Sentai stuff to America, even though we're all familiar with Power Rangers. They've they've been like, I don't think there's a market for it. Well, Super Aya said, fuck that. They've dropped 
all of the, like box sets of the original Ultraman show in Japanese and with English subtitles. They partnered with Marvel to get this book out. And on their YouTube channel, they're posting episodes for free of the current season the week it drops. So, all right. That's bad as shit. Um, all right. The, the show I, I don't think you will like. Um, what? But, but it's, it's very cheesy. Uh, more so than that movie that I showed you that one time. However, okay, but it's hang on, it's children's programming though. Yes, yes. However, the the theme song fucking rocks. Does it? it? Is, it's the the theme Shit. song. Yeah. All like, right. Ultraman Z. That theme song. I I listened to that. And I was like, I want to see a show of this. I want to see a concert of this because Brandon Chalmers. Yeah. Did you do that show uh, where we were we we partnered with D? DJ Asu, and we were at we there were the Japanese rockers from uh, Japan, and it was like Akiba Fest or something at like College Park or whatever. No, no, I think that was either before my time or I was unable to make that because of a, a work uh, thing or something like that. So uh, when when uh, a, a band does a theme song for a Super Sentai show or a Common Rider show, yeah, uh, and they play it on stage. Sometimes yeah. they will get the suit yeah. actors to come out on stage and be fighting in the background. Ah. Like, I, I saw a live concert of the Kamen Rider Zero One theme song and they had Kamen Rider Zero One on stage fighting in the background. It was a full goddamn arena. Not, not, a, not a club, not an auto bar club. Oh, that's right. This was at the this was at the uh, at the now Royal Farms Arena. At the time, yeah. I think it was the first Mariner Arena. Yeah, yeah. Not 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 like a first Mariner Arena size venue, but like a whole football fuck stadium of people losing their shit. And there's lights, and there's explosions, and there's LED screens, and there's common riders punching each other, and they play the theme song. And if they do the same thing with Ultraman Z, that shit slaps. That shit. That shit makes you want to like go up to somebody and punch them real goddamn hard. Yeah. And like you can f- easily find those types of people today. Easily. I easily. like this idea. Easily. With, I, with I like Ultra- this idea. Ultraman in your head, you go to a protest, you see some bullshit going down, you put that on, you'd be like, I'm ready to beat the shit out of somebody for some great justice. Jamie, I'm not saying you should do this, but I'm saying somebody should set a like a like a like a cut video of people punching Nazi douchebags in the face, set to Common Rider music or <laughs> set to Ultraman music. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm here for all of this. Yeah, like, man, I mm, I was on the edge of my seat watching this thing. I was like, this is really good. This is really good. Our friend Mike Dent said that this is the best Pacific Rim sequel, better than the actual sequel that we got. Hell yeah. And I was like, hell yes. You ain't wrong, man. You ain't wrong. Here for that. So yeah, that's what I've been geeking on. Ultraman. All I've, right. ex- I've All expanded right. my Fair toku. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, Brandon Chalmers, what are you geeking yeah. on? So I am geeking on uh, three things. The first one being that um, I put out a uh, a Father's Day post. Um, yeah, on, I saw on that. Father's Day. That and, was really uh, sweet. 
for anyone who didn't catch it, I uh, the the summation of it is that I am surrounded by a lot of really great fathers, Jamie Noguchi being one of my inspirations, and I uh, wanted to really show a lot of appreciation for that, and I say it now to you directly, I genuinely admire the shit out of you. Your relationship with your daughter is awe-inspiring, and I hope to one day, if I ever have the opportunity, just get anywhere close to having that sort of relationship. Aww. <laughs> um, so... One of my closest friends um, growing up, he has two kids. And as a, as a thank you to him for Father's Day, I decided to start doing some things around his house to help him out. He's working like crazy. Like, guys are roofing foreman. They haven't stopped working. So he's managing crews. He, the office is in like Beltsville. So he's driving easily an hour, hour and a half every day, even without much traffic. So he's busy all the time. So I have spent the weekend and I'll be spending the rest of this week. I pressure washed a whole bunch of stuff for him. I'm going to be sealing his shed and painting the handrails at his house and what have you. And just kind of like a realization of given me being out of work right now and the, you know, the uncertainty about what's going on in the future, I don't want to spend a whole lot of money, but I realize that my time is something I can genuinely give to the people that I care about. Yeah. Um, so when I have the ability, I'm going to do so. So I want to try and extend that to, out to every father that I admire, Aww. but I had the ability to do it for Phil. So I've been working on that and it reminds me to really kind of reinforce other people do something kind for the people that are in your life who you really do appreciate, tell them you appreciate them, show them you appreciate them, remind them. And sometimes your time and effort is all they really need. You don't have to do some ridiculous grand gesture or anything. Sometimes it's just showing up and helping out and not bitching and complaining and just kind of being there and helping people. So uh, I encourage you if you are home, if you are just now starting to kind of make your way out in the world, Try and do something kind for somebody else. A lot of us have been caught inside for a good long time. We haven't had a lot of human interaction. If some of the first real human interaction you have with your friends, even if you haven't talked to them in person or, or over the phone or, or via Zoom chat or what have you, make that first one just a really kind gesture. It'll remind them that, hey, everything sucks, but my friends are good. <laughs> so um, that that's the first thing I'm getting out about is really trying to do some kindness for the people who mean a lot in my life. Aww. Um, the second one, completely opposite end of that spectrum. I fucking caved and I got the new HBO and it's fucking great. Oh, the HBO. The Go? new HBO stream. Yeah, the new nice. HBO. I think it's uh, it's no, it's HBO. HBO Max. Max. Yeah. 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 So. It is an expensive bitch. Yeah, it is. Like, it's 15 a month. Yeah. And compared to a lot of streaming services, that ain't cheap. She, now, she premium. She premium. Now, the content is real goddamn good. Like, real good. And I really, really enjoy it. I love that it doesn't have the autoplay feature. Like, I love that the content's super good. I like that they're very clear about what is coming up on the service what is heading out on the service like literally you you like go through the things and it's like series and movies and then they break down movies in different categories what have you and it's literally just leaving soon and coming soon nice you get a real idea about what you can add and remove and what have you so i have been uh watching a lot of movies but something that i genuinely watched today which i know is in my wheelhouse but it might not be in someone else's is the movie ford versus ferrari Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is really goddamn good. Like, in the same vein as a lot of other sports movies are. Mm. Like, 
you you can obviously find out what happens and what have you. Sure. But being able to see top-notch actors really portray a moment in time in a very niche audience is super good. It's like and the Christian, whole story of that is fucking wild. It's Christian Bale and someone else, Matt right? Damon. Matt Damon. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris, so Christian, Christian Bale and Matt, Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, the whole thing basically travels the entire series of when Henry Ford tried to buy Ferrari as a marketing thing, the idea being that, you know, if Ford won at Le Mans, which mm-hmm. is a 24-hour race in France, that really meant that you could have a car that you could make that would do 200 miles an hour for 3,000 miles over 24 hours straight and not blow up and not die. Whoa. That is a torture test of reliability. Yeah. And the idea is that if Ford could win, then they would be spoken of in the same quality, in the same tier of, of capability as Ferrari. And that if maybe you didn't drive the Le Mans race car, but you got a little bit of piece of that. Mm-hmm. And that meant that you could take pride in your automobile when you walked out and you went to your job in the morning and you go, ah, things are a little rough, but feel good driving a Ford. And it feels silly. Like genuinely it feels silly, but their job is to sell cars. Yeah. So it's a lot about a feeling. The whole story being about Carol Shelby. This is maniac chicken farmer, right? Turned race car driver, ends up winning Le Mans. He's the only American at the time who had won Le Mans before that happened. Ends up having a heart condition, has to take nitroglycerin pills to settle his heart. So he's literally taking nitroglycerin. (laughs) Right, yeah. He's literally got knots in his veins. He lives a quarter mile at a time, literally. So Ferrari, so Ford tries to buy Ferrari. Ferrari basically tells them pound sand um, and a whole thing. Ferrari, old man Ferrari, literally tells Henry Ford II, you're fat, you're pig-headed, you don't know what you're doing, and you know Henry Ford, you're Henry Ford II. Henry Ford hears this, goes, fuck that guy, and looks and grabs Carroll Shelby, who is a top-tier race car driver and what have you, making his own lightweight race cars and goes, it's a blank check, go kick Ferrari's ass. (laughs) And it is a wild story about Carroll Shelby creating what turned out to be the wildest race car at the time, the GT40, and the story really about Christian Bale's character, Ken Miles, who's a British race car driver who drove for Shelby, who was an insatious pain in the ass and was incredibly difficult, but was the reason that that car was so good and their whole rise. And then what ended up happening to Ken Miles after they won uh, Le Mans and they ended up beating Ferrari in the one, two and three spot. Wow. And it's a wild fucking story and it's (laughs) done properly. Like any proper, kind of like period of the time, like, okay, we're going to drag back in here. And because it's so narrow focused, they only talk about racing. They don't get any of the politics of the time. It's strictly about this small thing. It's, it really does feel like a really great period piece. And it captivated the shit out of me. And the acting's really well. And just all the coolness of it. And Christian Bale plays Ken Miles because he's such a fucking prick. It's great. It is great. <laughs> uh, he didn't have like, to reach far for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
But that's a prime example of a movie that just came out, available. Um, Nicole and I have been watching Deadwood for the first time. If you haven't had a chance to see Deadwood, it's super good. Um, There's a lot of fucking... Yeah, all of the the HBO series, all of the other series, there's a ton of, like, Cartoon Network stuff on there they have the rights to. So, like, there's a ton of stuff for kind of everybody. They get the Ghibli Ghibli stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So they have the full collection of that. So... You know, I got to be honest with you. You get the ability to cancel any time. I think it's worth the cost of a movie ticket a month. Like, it's only my first month, but yeah, I will probably have that for quite some time. And given the comparison, I'm ready to cancel Disney Plus by comparison. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, yeah, because yeah, you're done with Rebel. You're done with uh, um, Clone Wars and you're done with um, Rebels and... Right. I, I'm unclear what is the new thing that is supposed to draw me into the Disney Plus service right now. Well, before COVID, like later this year, they were supposed to be dropping a whole bunch of Marvel shit. Like a, right, a I whole get bunch that. of Marvel shows were supposed to be like coming out this summer, coming out this fall. And now it's kind of like... Uh, Fucking crack that vault open, bitches. You yeah. got a ton of content. Split that vault wide open like a fucking bank heist and pour that shit into the street. The Fantastic Four movie is on. <laughs> Wait, I wonder, do they have the X-Men ones? Because they have the Fox catalog. If they uh, HBO has that. HBO has that? If, if Disney Plus doesn't have the X-Men, wait, how does that work? They have the cartoon. Yeah, and but They might have some, but First Class, um, Dark Phoenix um, is on HBO. So they may have some of it, but not all of it. Let's find out. I have the application right in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so like HBO's got a ton of shit on there. And, and a lot of really cool stuff. And they've got the new Watchmen that I haven't had a chance to see, but I really want to go see. They've fan got, fucking tastic. They've got Doom Patrol that I that I heard was pretty good. I want to be able to check out. I like the ability of just kind of digging into that stuff. And they've got a ton of documentaries and like they've got a full back catalog of everything. Mm-hmm. And I was able to dig into a lot of H- all HBO's old documentaries. So the only thing I was really amused about that they didn't have, they don't have real sex on there. And I'm genuinely surprised. At that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that. That's There's got to like- be some sort of licensing problem with that. Like, I don't know yeah. what the deal is. Yeah. Um. And and the price the price sounds like it's expensive, but it might be more expensive if you're single. But if if you're if you have if if there are two of you, you're not going to a movie anytime soon, right? A movie between the two of you is like at least twenty, thirty, forty bucks. Yeah, and you're right. You're you're saving money by staying at home. Um, you know, I, I mean, price, and you you've, you've got up to three screens at the same time yeah. under one account. Hell yeah. You can set up the accounts differently. You can set up an account for a child. So this way your kid could end up watching something. Your significant other could be working on their laptop, on their phone, on their device, on a bike, on a train, in a plane, wherever they are and be able to watch it. And you could be able to watch whatever you want as well. So it's as capable as a Netflix and you know, it's new and shiny. Yeah. And I'm sure at some point along the way it will wear off, but the ability for me to go back and watch a lot of series that I hadn't like I never went back and watched Game of Thrones. Like I never finished it. I know the last season is going to be janky as fuck, but I want to see it. Yeah. 
So I would, uh, I would highly suggest for anyone who is at home right now, um, working from home, what have you, want to be able to put on some stuff in the background, try the seven-day trial, pay the 15 bucks for one month, see if it's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. But if you end up doing what I'm doing, which <clears throat> is drop about 70 different things into your queue to watch, I'd say that's worth the 15 bucks. Yeah. Um, a report on the availability of X stuff. Yeah. Disney Plus. It is yeah. not good. <laughs> we, we, have, we, have the, we have the 90s cartoon, which yeah, is excellent. Yeah, I remember that. We yes. have X-Men Evolution, which I think some of the Udon guys helped design some of that stuff. I was going to say, the, the, the Evolution cartoon was pretty good. There's, uh, oh, uh, a Fantastic Four cartoon that I actually helped uh, color some of the, the designs for. That's pretty cool. Okay, that's uh, neat. I know, uh, I know they've got the old um, Fantastic Four cartoon. They've got the old Iron Man cartoon. But as far as X-Men content... That, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's nope. the cartoons. They don't have the movies. No. Agent yeah. Carter. Agent Carter is pretty good. Agent, Agent Carter is perfectly like. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of Marvel content on Disney Plus that is very good, but at the same time, I've seen the movies. Yeah. I have no interest in watching the movies at the moment. Yeah. So that's where I am with it. And there's and there's Inhumans. <laughs> I, in all fairness, I haven't seen any of it, so I can't I can't speak one way or the other to it. Oh boy. <laughs> Okay, well, oh, that's boy. good to know. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, and, and you have a third thing. What is the third thing? That was the third thing. There were, there were three things. There was being fucking kind to people, which everybody should be doing more of, the HBO service, and Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, right, okay. Well, because yeah. I thought, I thought, the, cause the, I thought the, the Ford versus Ferrari was looped in part of the HBO thing. It, it, it kind of is, but I didn't want to go into like every fucking thing that I've watched, but that <laughs> in particular, if you are a sports movie fan, even if you're not a car fan, you don't know the story, you're not necessarily interested in the history of it, if you have watched Miracle or Rudy or any of Rude. the other sports movies and you're like, yeah, I don't need to know, like, I can, I get that the ending's gonna be the ending and what have you, like, I could go find out how this ends, but I'm interested in the story itself, A++. Mm, nice. Um, well, Brandon, I promised that when all of this bullshit started, I would try my best to find positive stories for the week. Oh, Seuss. <laughs> Positive story. Seuss is like, I want to know. I want to know, know good as things. He hops I want to know. Up on my back like an idiot. I want to know. Well, uh, I have two stories. One is pretty good. One is dumb, but also pretty funny. Okay. Um, All right. Story number one. Last week, and this seems like a year and a half ago, uh, because that's the way news happens these days. But the Supreme Court upheld DACA. The yes. Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, the Dreamers Act, the so-called Dreamers Act. Trump came yes. in, tried to gut that shit. Supreme Court said, can't do that. It's illegal. Yep. Why are you doing that? We have found your reasoning to be false. So the Dreamers are protected. For now. For now. That's not to say that these evil fucks will find another way to unfuck things. But, yeah, I would say, to the best of my understanding, it was the way that they handled it as opposed to really anything else. But yeah, I'll take what I can get. Yes, we, we will take every positive thing that we get out of the Supreme Court because it's, yep. it's, it's slim pickings, like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, 
We're not talking about pipelines, but that was a fucked up ruling. Um, yep. Yeah. So DACA. DACA is saved. DACA is saved. There are still kids in fucking cages, but yep. DACA is saved. And then uh, our, our good boy, 45, held a rally over the weekend. And uh, according to all of their data, they were super hyped because they were, ex- they were excited. They, they had like reservations for like millions of tickets being sold. They were so excited. And I, I don't know Which, how the tickets okay, work. Wait, yeah, how does that work? Because to the best of my understanding, the, the facility only held 19,000. Yeah, but if they... They they always try to oversell these venues because it justifies building. Oversell is, well, hang on, oversell is one thing. Yeah, because the overflow could only hold a couple thousand. So let's reasonably yeah. say thirty thousand people. Yeah, but Brandon, you but you Brandon. reserved over a million. But like, Brandon, either someone's lying or someone is incredibly unrealistic. But, like, Brandon, but Brandon, the numbers, the numbers make it look so good. And, and everyone on Trump's campaign was super excited. They were telling all of the news outlets that like, oh yeah, we're expecting like these huge numbers. People are so excited. They don't care about COVID. They, they just want to give their president their all. They want to be there for their president. They built a second stage. They built an overflow stage. They built a big stage outside. They were like, we're going to have an overflow stage. He's going to talk to them. He's going to hype them up. And then he's going to go right. into this sold out arena. Right, we could have built a stage outside and just had the whole thing outside. Yes. But this is this is Woodstock. This is what our campaign needs <laughs> to kick it into high gear after months of getting pounded in the media and online and social just for inaction and being racist and being terrible. This is what we need. This was what's going to put a spring in our step. This is going to steamroll us into November. They show up Nobody's at the second stage. Hardly anybody's inside the stadium. Yeah. I was going to say, the numbers I heard for the second stage were 25. 25 for a second stage. Inside. Outdoor overflow. Inside, 19,000 some capacity. 6,000 people showed up. I have seen numbers that in actuality, it may be closer to even 1,200 because of all the, the hired actors and the ancillary staff. I haven't looked in those numbers. I have no way to check that. So that's, we're just going to leave that as a rumor. But here's, here's the thing. The K-pop stands, once again, came to the rescue. And the TikTokers, once again, came to the rescue. When they saw that the tickets, the reservations had gone out for this event, they were like, well, I'm going to reserve two tickets. Click, oh, shoot. I remembered I have to wash my eyebrows that day. And so the TikTokers and the K-pop stands flooded the reservation system like they have done with all of the white supremacist tags, like they've done with all of the, the tracking apps that the cops have been trying to put out. They saw this and they said, it is our time to shine. And so they fooled the, the Trump administration's campaign into thinking that they were going to be big dogs on campus when in actuality, when in actuality, they were the, they were, they were the, the, the lonely kid on the block that no one plays with because he's a racist piece of shit. <laughs> Love to see it.
Love to see it. They got dunked on by Pink. They got dunked on by Pink. Pink said, oh, I sold that stadium in five minutes. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> so uh, I, uh, best case of schadenfreude, it just, mm, I love the kids. The kids are doing it. The kids are doing it. <laughs> Did Generation X figure that out? We didn't figure that out. We couldn't figure out how to rock his vote. We tried. But yeah, man. So uh, I love that. I love the kids. I love, I love that yeah. story. I, I genuinely hope, as you just alluded to, they continue through and actually register to vote. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, even the ones who aren't old enough to vote still did it. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, no. No argument. Believe me. I, I'm excited about activism. <clears throat> I'm good with all of that. I mm-hmm. genuinely hope that they also vote. I, I hope that, <clears throat> and this is always, this is always the case is like you, you get like a period of a lot of activism and then it kind of dies off. But I, I hope that this spirit continues with these kids because they're, we're, we're going to need that kind of energy to fix everything. Yeah. It's, I, I worry because we are months <clears throat> off from an election yeah. And I'm curious if you can ride that wave of excitement that long. I think it's going to have to cool off at some point and then heat back up again. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious how that works. Well, I have, I have, will get fatigued. I have faith in this fandom because the K-pop stands go hard and they have been <laughs> K-pop fans for a long time. Mm. No, I, I get it. And they notice shit about their performance that no one would like, like they're wearing the different outfit they, they don't look like they're hitting their marks. This person looks like they're emotionally, like, I have tried to figure stuff out, but they, they go deep, yo. They, like, <laughs> the way I talk about Kamen Rider and, and building Gundam models is the way they talk about these, the, the K-pop and their stars. Yeah. And tic- like, so I'm, I'm here for it. I, I want to encourage their, their energy. And, yeah. you know, because seeing that out of the young people, makes me excited in a time where everything is fucking awful and just yeah just really sad so yeah that that was a feel good for me (laughs) and then and then the cherry on top they had shots of trump coming off of his helicopter like walking on the 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 white house (laughs) lawn looking so defeated and and people have been putting in um uh what is that like? Um, who is the singer, the country singer, the man in black? The, uh, um, I'm confused. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. No. Yes, Johnny Cash. There's a Johnny Cash song that like I stole my friend today. Oh yeah. Yeah. He uh, he did oh, look man, like man, he was man. like honestly he looked like the the lost fat brother of somebody from the Rat Pack. <laughs> we had like the tie hanging around his neck. Yeah, they didn't call him for the after party. He found yeah. out about the after party. Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> just him in a small lounge room just doing a cover of you know I did it my way and it's like yeah. all right, all right that's that's fine because I think. <clears throat> I think his people have been very good at isolating him and, 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 and appealing to very certain parts of his ego. And those rallies are something he looks forward to because it's just oh, yeah. adulation, adulation, adulation. That, that adulation. was his father's day present. Yeah. And, and in his mind, he was thinking, 
I don't care what the media says. They're liars anyway. I don't care what these libs say. They don't need, they don't know shit. I just care about my people. They're going to come out for me. And his, his campaign staff was like, oh yeah, this response has been tremendous. Look at all this stuff. And he shows up and the stands are empty and the stands are empty. You can't turn down the lights dark enough to hide the fact that the top, that the stands that ain't shit there, ain't shit there. And to go in there and be smacked in the face with reality. I wouldn't wish that on many people, but I definitely wish that on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to see that actually hit him and him be so deflated off of the helicopter, it'd be like, why would you do this to yourself? Nobody likes you. And now you actually see it. Why, why would you do this to yourself? Your entire existence is based upon people liking you and a whole bunch of us do not. So just stop. <laughs> like, hang out at your golf course. Just, just leave. Just leave. You can quit. You can quit, motherfucker. You can quit. You can quit. You can quit. This is... Mm, it's gotta be, he looks old as shit. He's, already, he's always looked old as shit, but he's looking <laughs> older now. Yeah, all right. Like the, pre the okay? presidency ages you so much. Uh, so get the fuck out. Just leave. No one likes you. Leave. Fuck it. Leave. 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 You good? You okay? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so websites have popped up for future rally rallies and events. And of course, and of course, they're being targeted. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll be a thing. I'm I'm curious how the backlash will go for, through all of that. I am uh, I I wait with bated breath. Yeah, I can't believe it's only fucking June. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> again, this is my concern. It's only June. Like Jesus Christ. I know. From yeah. from like from March to now, it's felt like. We've been stuck indoors, man. And like, we've been stuck indoors. It's felt like four years. It's felt like, it's felt like high school, a whole high I, school. I, I, I remind you, there is absolutely no issue in any way, shape or form of getting excited about activism and getting excited about what you're seeing. But I remind you, like I remind a lot of people, <laughs> it's June. Yeah. Take a good deep breath, pull your phones out, hit the calendar app, and look at how many days are, are between this day and voting day. Yeah. And take a breath and realize it is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Like, there are yeah. going to be days you're going to win the, these battles yeah. in the war, not just the battles. Don't get yeah. too hyped about, about winning the battles. Like, <laughs> long way to go, kids. Yeah. You got this. Just You got yeah. a long way to go. Celebrate your victories. Yes. But also use that to fuel what's happening next because yeah it's it's a long yeah. it's a, it's a long road yeah it's yeah. celebrate your victories but don't get lost in the celebration where you lose track of the fight yeah we in a we in a marathon not a sprint yep yes also believe women yeah yeah Thanks, uh, thanks, wrestling fandom, for a reminder. Also, fuck Micah. <laughs> Micah? Oh, yeah. I'll talk to you about it off air. But yeah, oh! the Maryland Institute of Creative Fuck You is uh, not, not looking out for its students. 
not looking oh, out for its students. Hey, yes. all right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. All yes. right. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so uh, I think we're going to end it here. <laughs> uh, there is a conspiracy that I don't know if we want to go into. I'll talk to you about that as well off air. Really? Um, can, can you give me a hint? A little, little hinty hint? Uh, it, this one is an actual conspiracy theory that I've seen. So I don't know if we want to talk about real conspiracies or bullshit funny ones that I No, no, no. I, is it interesting? Because I say dig into it. I, I find it I find it interesting, but I think we're running we're running long already. So we'll we're save running it. long. Okay, we'll save right. it for next week because things might we'll occur that might that might gotcha that might disprove this. So, but gotcha. I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit about that. So that's gotcha. A little so so next being. week will be a very special fucking do a cast. Hey, where very Jamie special fucking do digs into yes in 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 sky eye fucking chopper five. Yeah, where, where Jamie Gucci digs yeah. into an expose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting stuff going on on Twitter. Um, but for now, look out for each other. Yes. Uh, it's shit out there, but, yeah. you know, look look for the helpers. Yeah. And, uh, don't necessarily look for the official helpers with the badges, but just look look for helpers out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a, as a quick aside for, for anybody else. So last couple of weeks have been really hard on a lot of people and with holidays and what have you um, recently, I know for me personally, with my own personal experiences, um, things are tough right now. You know, a lot of people are unemployed. People are having trouble with family issues about Father's Day. People are having issues with everything that is happening right now involving police brutality and Black Lives Matter and Pride Month. And it is there are a lot of things happening and it is very easy to get overwhelmed. And I remind all of us to take a minute, like I said, appreciate the people around you really tell them. And I, I have experienced this personally recently, but I remind everyone else, the only way that you will genuinely change anyone's mind is with open discourse. You have to be able to have a, Open conversation with people that you respect. Now, if something heinous comes out and you're like, fuck it, I'm out, no argument whatsoever. You have to draw that line in the sand for you. But please, 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 if you see something online from a friend of yours, you're like, oh man, that's uncomfortable. Don't reply in the comments. Call them. Text them. Genuinely make an effort not to punk them out over Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is and do what you would do for any other proper friend and really give them an opportunity to hear your voice and why it upsets you and why the thing that they said was so offensive or upsetting or uncomfortable or any or all of the above and have a conversation with them and give them the opportunity to hear your tone. Not just pick it apart in the comment section, not have friends who barely talk to you or anyone else chime in and dog pile on with people, talk with people. Because it's the only way that we're all going to kind of grow through this whole thing is with open conversation, especially with people that you disagree with. And we got to do a bit of growing and we got to be doing a bit of appreciating. And because we spend so much time apart from each other, we lose track of these things. Like right now, a lot of us are only communicating over social media or through video calls like this. And you lose that personal connection that you get just from being in a room with somebody. Do your best to remember that these are more than just people 
they're, they're more than just bots behind a keyboard. They're not anonymous commenters. They're not the mindless horde. They're not libtards. They're not, you know, redneck I'm Republicans. They're not, <laughs> you're more than just a label. Everyone likes to put everyone in two boxes, three boxes, four boxes. There's billions of boxes. Do your best to treat people as people. We're all going to get through this together, but it's going to be hard getting through on the other side. Just remember a little bit of kindness goes a long way into try and have a genuine discord with people. So we're all going to get through this, but I say it every week, please, please, please be excellent to each other. And uh, much like I talked about and I, and I posted up, if you have someone in your life or multiple people that you admire, don't let a holiday be the time that they hear it. The only time remind them. Don't let that that fo- that post be the only time that I tell Jamie I admire the hell out of him. Because <laughs> people need to hear it. It's an important yeah. thing. And you know, let people know these sort of things. These relationships matter, especially now. So Yeah, man. Uh Brandon Chalmers, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers. Where can they find you, Jamie? Uh Instagram. Uh, Jamie Noguchi, uh, Twitter, Angry Zen Master. Don't go on Twitter. For more hot content. (laughs) Jesus fuck, dude. Oh, if you want all of my hot takes, they're all on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, we we got a little bit of of Twitter Jamie tonight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He could just fucking leave, man. He could just fucking... (laughs) You can leave. Nixon left. He was like, fuck it. I'm out. Um, And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Be safe. Be kind to everybody and um, yeah. Hi, kids. Deuces. Hi, Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> oh, the podcast got infinitely better now. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they're here for. They're here for puppy cuddles. Oh, All right, later. <laughs>